This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is in today, and our guest is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies. We all know that uh, you're not making these appliances the way they used to. So let's talk about which appliance is giving you the most trouble this time. Your washer stopping in the middle of the cycle. Is your dishwasher leaking? How's that ice machine holding up for you? Oh, and AC and heat, too, this time of year. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and our guest today is Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies. We all know they are not making them like they used to, as far as appliances go, at least. Let's talk about which appliance is giving you the most trouble this time. That can include your HVAC system, your air, your heating, whatever. Uh, is your washer stopping in the middle of the cycle? Is your dishwasher leaking? And, of course, the ice makers. Oh, it's always the ice makers. Mm. Ice makers and dryers. We could do an entire show on just ice makers and dryers. Sure. Yeah. You can share your comments with us and experiences this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? Good. Absolutely good. Yeah. I'm doing great. Started at seven o'clock this morning in Carthage. And uh wow. yeah, yeah. So I got up at um five o'clock. Oh. That's yeah. about what time my dog started licking my face. Right. Yeah. Making you get up. Okay. <laughs> Dale, how's business? What's going on? Oh, it's good. We are inside, uh finishing up one. Oh man, you're inside? This is the time of year to be outside, man. You well we got a little outside too. We yeah. got some some siding and things, but um uh, Several projects going on, so uh, right. like the hundred do list has grown a little bit. But right. I was going to say, you know, uh, you know, two months from now, you're going to wish you were outside. You know, what I mean, because that was because two months from now, it's going to be cold, and you're going to have to be inside and uh, doing that kind of work. I we're hope it's for it. I hope it's cold in two months. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we hope. You know? Yeah. It's like what ninety now. Well, so we and, have been disappointed before. You know. Um, 70 degrees in December. Yeah. 74. Something well, like that. One guy in the room is just fine with it being 90 degrees outside. Man. That's Mr. Timmy McClendon. What's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, as as a person who services ACs, this has got to be a great season for you, man. It's been a good one. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, you usually get the, uh, the break in between. Uh, summer and then you know winter, but it looks like our our summer is going to just flop straight into right, winter, right? You know, right. with these cold nights. I mean, you really kind of don't get a break, but I'm, I'm not complaining. Well, the cool nights yeah, it is is that's amazing. We're at that time of the year right now where we're doing the thirty to thirty five degree swings during the day between 50 and 85. And the air conditions hate that. Yeah. And older, you know, like elderly people, uh-huh. they, they don't like that because they're just steadily in there. Right, turn it you back know, and forth. Switches yeah. going bad on thermostats. Uh-huh. So. Gotcha. So I guess it'd be safe to say Timmy's buying lunch today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we can go to McDonald's. Oh, come on now. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a full list of them. Let's get to it. Uh, Florence is on the line in Natchez. You got a question about caulking. You with us, Florence? Yes, I am. So what's going on? What are you trying to caulk? Uh, the old asbestos shingles on these old uh, houses. And people say, don't caulk it, don't caulk underneath, don't caulk the uh, little split between the two shingles because the house has to breathe. 
But little spiders get in all those, and I'd rather not have the spiders. So is it okay to cough these things tight? There's a couple of ways to fix this. Number one is an exterminator. Yeah. Um, number two, so guys, should you caulk these asbestos shingles? Well, if, first of all, first of all, your house shouldn't be breathing through the siding. That that's that's just not that's just not true. Um, and the old asbestos shingle is not going to expand and contract. Um, I don't see any reason why you could not caulk that. The only thing she may risk is uh, the shingle is designed for a certain amount of water to travel up under there through those. No, she's talking about siding. Siding? Yeah. Well, on the siding, you can caulk as necessary. You yeah. know, for those like the little cracks or anything like that, you want to caulk those up to keep anything from getting in there. Okay, so we have uh, two contractors free of charge today telling you go ahead and caulk it. Yeah. Right. They look a whole lot better when they're caulked and don't have those cracks. Thank well, you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Let's go to Laura in Memphis. Is uh, right up your alley here, Timmy. Laura is in Memphis asking about a washing machine. What's going on, Laura? Well, I have a washing machine that's about three years old, and um, it started resting around the little plastic circle where you pour in the bleach, and it's gotten worse and worse. And I was wondering. Uh, can that be fixed, or am I going to be dealing with a, a dead washing machine very soon? Is it one of the new front loader styles? Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a front loader. It's a top um, loader. Yeah. But it's an HE. I don't know if that really has anything to do with it. Well, some, um, we've had a, a couple of different issues with those. Um, if it's a top loader where the water comes in on the back side of it, where it dumps over right. into the drum, if that isn't get all the way over in there and it's sitting there splashing the top of the drum, is it doing that? Can you tell? Um, no, I don't think so, but I've not really paid that much attention to it. So um, I can look at it because it's one of those, you know, plexiglass top loaders. Right. Well, that, that would so. be the first thing I would try to look at between that and the drum filling up too much. And then when it starts agitating, if you don't have enough clothes in there, like if you got the the setting um, higher, like to say if you uh-huh. got it over on large load and you got a small load in there, it agitates that water like a the ocean does whenever the wind's blowing real bad. So when it starts doing that, it splashes. If it splashes up mm-hmm. too high and it does it almost every time, eventually it'll start rusting the top ring of oh, that thing. Okay. Uh-huh. So All make right, sure to well. adjust the load type. It's, uh, okay, I can do that, but how is it going to eventually? It's like, going to eventually rust. It? Yeah, it's eventually <laughs> going to rust out. <laughs> the only thing that you could oh, do man. is you could, if you could get in there, you could try to sand it down some, try to get as much as rust as you can, and you can go to like an appliance store and buy appliance paint, and you can just okay. you know take some newspaper, underline you know the the bottom you know that way you don't get it in the drum, and just spray the top rim of that thing. Right. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Okay. All right. Thanks, Laura. We appreciate it. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Got a couple of lines open now. Let's go to Sandy in Tupelo. Sandy, you want to ask about a high-efficiency washing machine? Sandy? Uh, Yes. Yeah, you're going to want to turn your radio down because that's really going to throw you off. All right. Let me do that. There we go. We'll wait. We need that little theme from Jeopardy to play. Okay. All right, Sandy. I have a high efficiency front loader washing machine, and uh, sometimes, fairly often here lately, it's I'll come back in here after I've washed a load, like the next day, and there'll be water in there. Sometimes it looks like it's as much as a quart. Sometimes it's a cup or two, but I didn't know. I may just have to contact the. A wash machine repairman. Well, that, that's what Timmy it's is. Hurting anything or not? Is it just not draining, Timmy? That's what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, either it's not spinning them out good enough, uh-huh. and then all the the wet clothes sit in the bottom of it. Uh-huh. So it's just draining down, you know, especially if it's uh-huh. late in the day. But it could also be you got springs on the back side of the washing machine that help. Um, keep the drum pointed down because the the drum has a little outlet to you where the water comes out of the uh-huh. bottom of it. So if it's not 
tilted back, you know, then that could be the the issue. Right. You know, okay. so it, it's either it's not spinning them out good enough, or you have a leveling problem with that drum. And how is that? How is that fixed? You have to call a repairman okay. or something like that. Yeah. It's uh, it's spinning out all the way because the clothes, you know, aren't wet. So you just got just just water sitting in the bottom of that drum. Yes, and sometimes it won't be there. I mean, it might be two or three days later. I hadn't washed. And I go in there and I see it. So it's got to be slow, and slow sometimes drain. it doesn't do it at all. Does it? Does it smell real bad when that happens? Oh no. Yeah, I mean, the thing the thing about those washers they have a pump you know it pumps that water out of there and once it starts pumping and you know, then it just basically relies on a siphon you know once you fill mm-hmm. that hose all the way up so I mean if it's not well I mean honestly that wouldn't be it either because it's got a pump you know, so it's right. got to pump the water out of there um yeah this sounds like a call to a repair person mm, yep okay well I may just put up with it unless it would hurt something I mean it's not going to really hurt anything because yours should be stainless, a stainless agitator in there. Um, I it should have a plastic drum, so it's not really going to hurt anything. You just might pick up a mildew smell every once in a while coming off of it. Yeah, okay. so I would. I would fix. try getting the clothes out of there quick as you can, so it's not sitting in that water. You yeah, know, I, do. The, I usually do. Yep. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yes, Thanks, ma'am. Sandy. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. Uh, lots Bye-bye. of calls to get to today. Anna is on the line in Meridian and has a question about washing machines. Are you with us, Anna? Yes, I'm here. So what's going on with your washing machine? Oh, hi. Um, I have a Whipple. It's really old, and it stops sometimes in the middle of the cycle, like you said. And I was like, oh, man, I got to call. Um, the... But sometimes it, it goes through the whole cycle. And I had somebody come and check it, and I paid $100 for him to say, well, it could be the timer, well, it could be the motor. And at the end, I didn't get any, any real answer. I was like, hey, nothing. Um, so I don't know. So are you saying it's just not cleaning after the full cycle? No. Um, like, it stops, and it will go click, click. I have an old machine. It's old. So, mm. um so let me see. Like it goes from the, the beginning of the cycle, and then some just before it goes to rinse, it stops. Or uh-huh. even there. It just it you know it fills and then it runs. You uh-huh. hear the noise, and then it stops and it goes to just click, click, and it will continue clicking until the end. But but, but nothing moves. Oh, okay? that sounds like a timer. Yeah. Uh, there, the you said it was an older machine, so it has a knob at the top that you would turn. Right. Okay. The, the way those little timers work in those, um, uh, it, it, there is a replacement part for that that will probably fix your problem. Um, Timmy, is are those things easy to get? Yeah, it's not too hard. Um, you know, just make sure it's unplugged before you you know start trying right. to mess with them. I and it's usually have a Molex plug that plugs in the back of it. Right. It's, you yeah. know, normally not just a whole bunch of wires to right. try to figure out, but. Um, and that's that's kind of what it sounds like, you know, when that timer goes bad. I mean, for all I means, don't don't get rid of it, you know. Right. Use it, you know, because the timer, even if it costs you a hundred bucks, you know, it's still that washer still lasts you a long time. You go get a new one, you're gonna have problems with it two years down the road. Right. And then you know, so definitely hang on to it. Just get a part for right. it. Right. And Anna, what that is, the the timer on a washer works a lot like an old wind up clock, kind of like an old spring sort of situation. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, yeah, it works kind of like that, and sometimes they just get sprung, you know. It's like an old grandpa clock. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the fact that sometimes it just does a, a load completely without you having to do anything, it, it just still is faulty, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Sometimes it'll it'll come on you know, and work fine, and other times it'll just it won't. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Because I thought it was the size of the, the size of the load, and so if we put small load, then it, most of the time it just goes. It's perfect. It's probably just but a coincidence. Perfect. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank mm-hmm. you. And I'll, I guess there is a way to find out the model and stuff and get, get a timer somewhere, right? Well, usually, yeah. whenever you open up the lid, um, mm-hmm. there's a be a little tag, and there's somewhere on the on the the frame of it you can just get that model and serial number on it you can probably just order a part just look for a timer right got it all right the other question i had was about the ac uh system that i don't know what it's called the unit that is outside for the central um Mm -hmm. condenser unit Mm -hmm. that i was told that if you have a dryer vent coming out 
really close to the AC unit. Yeah, it's going to clog that condenser coil up. Right. What I tell um, people to do is take that cover off that dryer vent, and uh-huh. you can go to Home Depot and buy a piece of pipe and an uh-huh. elbow. You can just pop it on and then run that thing down further away from the air conditioning unit, try to get it away from it, because basically what happens, all the length that goes through there gets clogged up on that condenser coil, and it makes it head pressure rise up, which I know that's a little Chinese to you, but basically just makes your air conditioning run really inefficient. Right. Okay. So could you please tell me again, what do I need to get? Just another piece of pipe is a four inch piece of pipe. It okay. goes on that. You just take the cap off of the dryer vent where it's outside, uh-huh. take it off buy one of those little elbows up there. You just go up there to your you know nearest hardware store and they'll, they'll find something for you. Just a little elbow that pops onto it and then get a piece of pipe and run on down just a little bit further past that air conditioning unit, about four or five feet, and you should be fine. Four or five feet. All right, okay. and uh, we appreciate it. Thanks Thank thanks you. for your call. Uh, wow. Okay, so we have Timmy McClendon in this morning, of course, from AC Remedies. We also have two other very, very bored contractors this morning, so you, <laughs> please feel free to call for whatever problem you have. No, I think uh, I think Jeff is going to start drawing here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doodling. I'm, I'm doodling a, a little. He's got yeah, a yeah. half a smiley face, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what appliance is giving you the most trouble or what any other DIY situation going on? You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. Coming up this week on MPB's At Issue, who will be the next president of the United States? Hillary Clinton? I will do everything that I can to make sure that you have good jobs with rising incomes. Or Donald Trump? We are going to make America strong again, and we are going to make America great again, and it has to start now. The race for the White House is in its final lap. Republican Austin Barber and Democrat Brandon Jones break down the candidates on At Issue this Friday at 7.30 p.m. on MPB-TV. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is here. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We were just talking during the break that... uh, Timmy, it's always a really popular show when you come on and uh, lots of calls about appliances. And so Jeff says, you know, if I'm listening to this show and I'm a young person in school, I'm going for appliance repair. And uh, you'll always have a job, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so you I don't know. make some money. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, keep going straight to the phones. We've had uh, Lynn has been on the long. Uh, oh, wait, no, no. Jerry is on the road. He's got a question about a, a washing machine and a fridge issue. We're coming to you, Lynn. Hang on. Jerry, you with us? Yes, I am. How are you doing? Good. So what's going on? I have two issues, one with a dryer and one with a, a refrigerator. Okay. Uh, my dryer is a, a front loader. Uh, I, I guess I'll call it the flap inside the dryer. One of the screws that worked its way out of it. Is that something that I could fix myself? And if it is, do I approach it from the front or the rear? What are, one of the screws? Yeah. You know, you know the three that flaps inside the dryer when it turns around and close? The screws worked out one of those flaps that came loose. 
Oh, the, I think he's talking to Finn in the drum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Right. Okay. Talking about a dryer. Mm-hmm. Inside the dryer, yeah. Yeah, well, those uh, depends on which in? one you have. You can some of them pop off, mm-hmm. and then some of them you have to take off the the the, the whole cover. Um, and it's just like two or three Phillips head screws in there usually that just you know what, just screw it on there. What brand? LG front loader. LG, okay. Um, not sure, but it, it, yeah, it just depends. I mean, honestly, it just depends on the 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 model of it. I mean, I can't LG that makes tons of them. Right. Um, sometimes you got to pop that whole cage off, and then uh-huh. you know just spin the drum with your hand. Then you can you know tighten the screw up. You know if you find it laying in the bottom. But if it's inside the little um, fin thing, then you're gonna have to pop the fin off. But there's going to be a bunch of little, it's pretty cool, actually, whenever you open one of those things up, because there's a bunch of little tiny lint balls, uh-huh. and they're perfectly round circles. Really? Every time. Huh. It's awesome. Um, so I would chase after it with that, Jerry. And uh, by the way, if it ends up that you have to take the front of uh, the washer off or the dryer off by any washing or dryer, please unplug it first before you stick your hand up in there. <laughs> All right. So what about the fridge? On my refrigerator, uh, it uh, makes ice, but it does not dispense ice. It's side by side. Hmm. Throw out the fridge and get a new one. Ice <laughs> <laughs> ice makers are always fun. Um, yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, if it's, is, is the ice in the door? Yeah. It is in the door. And then the little agitator, there's a little spiral ring thing that, that goes up. Um, there's a little motor in there that turns it. If that motor is going out i mean it's just you have to change out that little motor which sometimes can be a pain in the butt because trying to get that little you know little right. spinner it's like the wizard at the fair right you know what i'm talking about you know you sit there and take the little ring yeah, go yeah. it's exactly like that i mean just reaches up there and just spins the ice right yeah well i mean you might be able to do it i mean it can it just sometimes it can be kind of a pain in the in to the rear to. to get to right. okay thank you all right so, thanks jerry Let's go to uh, Lynn and Laurel. Lynn, I'm so sorry we had to keep you on the line so long. We're just trying to get to them as soon as we can. How's it going? Hello. Hello, Lynn. Yes. All right, so you wanted to ask about solar shingles? Yes. I saw just part of a, well, infomercial or whatever on television yesterday, and the set of the big panels that really look bad on a house. Mm-hmm. The panels that they, he was talking about or look like shingles. They're like look like about maybe oh six or seven inches wide, and then you know longer. Right. You know, just a nice rectangle. And it showed some that they a house that they had put uh, the sh- these solar shingles on, and it looked just like you had put the really expensive shingles on the house. Mm-hmm. And that seems like that would be wonderful because it's something. You know, tree limb fell on something, you wouldn't have to have a whole solar panel like they spread all over the roof. Right. Well, solar is fantastic. The one thing you've got to remember about solar is that solar doesn't matter unless you have a good electrician put that power back into your home Mm -hmm. properly. Otherwise, it's 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 not as good an investment as as you might think. Uh, You know that I'm not familiar with with what you're talking about, but it's very exciting. Uh, I love solar, but I hate the look. Exactly. You you know, Um, so, yeah, true. Uh, But if someone has come out with a solar panel that looks like a shingle, that that would be very exciting. Game changer. Um, I can see it taking several, you know, because, you know, solar is, is it takes a large panel. Uh-huh. To create a small amount of electricity. Mm. That's a neat idea. I yeah. mean, the whole side of the house, and you can get that power back in. Yeah. I said, go for it. Be one of the and first. The way my roof is, I have sun morning and evening. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. work out really good. For mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's there's a lot to it, you know, because your solar's got to go into a battery pack and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But, but yeah, I think it's well worth investigating. All right. Okay. All right. Thank Thanks, you Lynn. So much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We're going to go to John and Hazelhurst. He, uh, John, you're looking for a recommendation uh, for a washer. John, are you with us? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. Um, 
Yeah, I wanted to ask Timmy. Um, I'm going to be in the process of buying a new washer and dryer because the uh, the, the 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 front loading that I've got, I've kind of realized that all my towels stink, and so that means probably I stink. So, what would <laughs> what would Timmy buy if he was going to buy a uh, a washer and dryer now? Hang on, hang on. I got this. I got this. <laughs> before before Timmy answers, he's been on the show several times, so we've been able to learn uh-huh. a lot of stuff from him. I remember one time Timmy coming on the show and said, "Stop buying the really expensive." all the voodoo washers and dryers and and get get the cheaper model and all the warranty they sell yeah i think this is okay. true i mean honestly uh, a, i'm the kind of top loading or a, or would you do a top loading or a front loading yeah no i definitely do a, a a top loading washer and just the old school you know front loading dryer um and honestly, I'd probably find a repair company around that that fixed them, fixed the old ones. I mean, you go in my house, you look at my stuff. I mean, you be like, man, this dude is dated, right? You know, <laughs> but I mean, for one, you know, my wife, she loves it when I pick on her, but that's about the only thing she can operate, yeah, right? You know? <laughs> but she uh, also, you I mean, just the parts on them. Just so you know, I got a couch for you to sleep on. <laughs> right, <laughs> man, like I might need it now. <laughs> but I mean, the the old school stuff. I mean, they they're proven. You know they they work. You can't. Yeah. I mean, man, you can you can take a degum uh, sledgehammer and whoop it to death. I mean, make it look like a mangled right. piece of degum metal, and it still works. You know, I mean, anything older, you know, is going to be your best bet. If you go buy something newer, buy something that doesn't have all your bells or whistles. Like if you wanted to get a front loader, um, don't buy anything with no bells or whistles. It's got a, a two or three knobs at the most and a buzzer. You know, yeah. The um, more stuff to break, the more stuff will break. Yeah. So stay away from. That's can I say brands? Yeah. That sounds exactly yeah. what I need. And uh, any any brands and washers now that you like? Yeah, anything like, like Whirlpool, GE, stuff like that. Great. Okay. Stay away from anything that was made from China, like LG, Samsung, uh-huh. uh, Takagi, okay. any, anything like that. Stay away from it. Um, just because they have too many bells and whistles, you know, it's just right. stuff breaks too much. That sounds great. Thank you. I just don't want to stink anymore. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I'm with you on that. All right. Hey, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. That you know what, uh, Amanda, if you're listening, there's a new slogan for you. If you don't want to stink, right? Call Timmy. Yeah, (laughs) she'll love it. Right. (laughs) Uh, Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. You know what, uh, Jonas? Do we need to take a break here? All right, all right. We're going to get Sarah here. And Tupelo is buying a new dryer, and this is a big deal. What's going on, Sarah? Well. I was calling about how to buy a dryer also. Uh, any any more specifics to look for? It, just the brands, you know, um, anything USA made is going to be your best brand. And you which know, one? Which ones do we know are USA made? G G Whirlpool, you know, brands like that. If you go, actually, if you go into one of your big box stores, mm-hmm. they're going to have a sticker on there that says a USA. Really? You know, so if it even sounds like it might be Chinese or Japanese made, something like that, you know, as far mm-hmm. as like Samsung, LG. And that's the ones you need to stay away from. Well, this is this is something I wanted to ask. Is that this is not? Uh, I want to make sure, Sarah, that everybody understands. This is not Timmy just doing this because it's buy American, be patriotic. No. This is this is a more quality product, is it's, what he's endorsing. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you, even more quality, it's also it's cheaper most of the time too. Because yeah. you got to think, when if you buy something from overseas, I mean, uh-huh. they have to make it over there. It gets made cheaply, you know, uh-huh. with cheaper parts, and then it has to get shipped. All the way over here. Right. You know, then whenever you have to, something does happen to it. And I'm going to tell you, this is just a horror story for me. We have one lady that has an LG, and we had to order a part for her. There's mm-hmm. a, a motor on it. Right. Well, that motor literally said it was on back order, and it was going to be two months before she got that oh, motor. Oh, man. So I had basically just tell her, I mean, either use a laundromat. Mm-hmm. Or buy another one, another machine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just the best way to do it. I mean, it, just go up here to one of your big stores, look for something USA made. You can't go wrong with it most of the time. Just don't buy anything that has a bunch of bells and whistles. If it's got a steamer on it, stay away from it. You know, if it's got you know some other little thing you've never heard of, if, stay away from it. Right. If it says fluff, you right. know, and, and delicate, <laughs> right. you know, get it because I mean that's right. something that's been around for years. You right. Know? <laughs> 
Permanent All right. Press. Thank you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right, you know, we do need to take a quick little break. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what appliance is giving you the most trouble? It looks as though Timmy is willing to uh, take a shot today and, and, and give some recommendations on things. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. home for live election coverage. Listen on election night for results and analysis from Mississippi's election authority, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Hi, I'm Sherita Brent. Coming up this morning at 10 on Everyday Tech, Jeremy Thompson and Wilt Couture will talk about the cloud, exactly what it is and what you can do with it. We'll also talk about Google Drive, Dropbox, and other services. You can send us an email before or during the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And be sure to join the conversation this morning at 10 for Everyday Tech right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601, Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. I'd like to apologize to our other two contractors here, uh, Del and Jeff, because uh, Timmy's here and everybody wants to know about their appliances. But you can get your DIY questions answered. Just call 877-MPB-RING. Matter of fact, phones are full right now. Let's go to Bert and Mantachi. He's got a question about a dishwasher. Are you with us, Bert? Morning. Morning. So what's going on with this dishwasher? All right. Um, I think it's a Frigidaire, but I'm not positive. Uh, it, it's got a almost constant sour smell. I've, I've taken apart uh, the arm, uh, pulled out all the components down in, in the bottom. Uh, in the past, I've pulled out glass. I've pulled out bones. Uh, and that's kind of fixed it. But for several months now, even when I've taken everything apart uh, down in, in, in the bottom, uh, it continues to stink. I, I've used uh, 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 vinegar, uh, baking powder and such, run it empty. Uh, it continues to maybe clear up for a couple of days, but then it just goes back to a, to a bad sour smell. Is that like a trap issue? Yeah, that's also what I was sitting there thinking. Um, If you look in, is it hooked up to your garbage disposal? Yes. Where do you smell the smell? Is it right on top of the dishwasher or somewhere real close to the sink? Uh, Just when you open the door, it's pretty. Only when you open the door? Yeah. I mean, it, the, the little pump that's up under there, they have a, this little plastic cover that's got some, like, maybe three snap pieces on there, like a little hook that snaps over the top. You can take that snaps off, pull that plastic piece out. Don't worry, there's not going to be a bunch of springs and gadgets that fly out at you. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but most of the time, that little fan, well, not to say a fan, it's like a little pump fan um, in there. It gets a bunch of debris and stuff clogged up in there from all yeah, the food. I've already cleaned all that out. Let me ask you this. I, I've recently started using the the capsule packet cleaner packets versus the liquid because it didn't it didn't drain well. It kind of always leaked down the inside of the door. Do you think there's a residue related to that package that's almost invisible? I mean, that stuff, I mean, it dissolves pretty good. I mean, I would say no, you know, that's weird, man. If you clean that little pump out, I mean, it seems like that would have done it. 
you know, there's three hex screws in there that I've taken out. Like I said before, I found bones or, or, or particles of glass. Uh, yeah. and that's when it wasn't draining. This and you said, seems to drain well, but it just, just stinks. Bert, you said that it was a moldy smelling? Um, uh, it's kind of more of a, a sour. Well, let me, let me um, ask. Um, have you pulled the dishwasher all the way out? I'm wondering if you might not have a leak behind that dishwasher that has gotten to some of the wood behind it or yep. flooring or something of that nature. I think I think that that makes more sense. Okay. And it may be worth just pulling the whole thing out. And, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, junk it, but pull it out from the wall so you can see what's sure. going on. And maybe you might have some standing water behind there. Yeah, or what, you know. Well, one other thing, um, the, the little plastic, clear plastic hose that comes off of that dishwasher and goes over to your disposal, mm-hmm. that thing needs a gravity loop in it. All you're doing is making a little True. lasso, put it up, zip tie it up somewhere, uh-huh. and that's right. going to help any kind of other smells coming from maybe the garbage disposal getting inside yeah. that dishwasher. Works just like a pea trap under your sink. Yep. The, yeah, by no, by manufacturer specs, it's got to have a, a gravity loop on it. Right. It does have. Now that you say that, it does kind of have. Uh, if you get some gravity down in your in your disposal, uh, it does smell similar to that. Okay. Uh, uh, I would take some lemon, take you know just a lemon, cut it in half, chunk it down to the disposal, turn the thing on, run some hot water in there, clean that you know that lemon, uh, just eat all that junk out of there. Um, as far as the solution in the dishwasher is uh, ammonia, bleach, vinegar, vinegar, uh, baking soda, anything. Yeah, burn, vinegar, burn. baking soda is fine. I don't know if I'd use ammonia. You know. Okay. Um, they're probably too abrasive. You know, you don't those pumps in there. You know, the little the little tiny shaft. Um, right. It it might eat eat away at some of the bearings or whatever inside there. You know, so I, I would be careful. But you can use like go buy you one of those little lemon squeezits mm-hmm. and dump some lemon down inside the little strainer deal in the bottom of that dishwasher mm-hmm. and let it seat down in there. That'll help too. All right. All right. Good deal. Thank y'all. Yes, Thanks, sir. Bert. We appreciate it. All right, let's keep going. Uh, we've got a couple of folks on the line. Uh, Marie is on the line in Senatobia, and she's got a question about a washing machine. Are you with us, Marie? Marie? And three, Marie. Two. Yes. Hey, there yes. we go. <laughs> Say yes. by the bell. Uh, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So uh, what's your question about a washing machine? Yes, um, we purchased a washing machine uh, from Sears, and it has a loud noise as if the machine is overloaded, but it's not. Uh, They sent out a repairman, and he said that it was something dealing with water efficiency. Hmm. Water efficiency? Like you're not getting enough? So did he fix it? No, he said it wasn't anything wrong with it. Oh. Well, that's cheap. <laughs> um, Air in the land or something like that? <clears throat> what, he said it was had something to do with water efficiency? Yes, uh, saving on uh, water and... I know, it's got a power saving mode or something, or water saving mode. Does it, does it have a mode on there where you can click it out of that? No. Huh. That don't make no sense because I mean, it, you know, it's not saving water. I mean, the thing's going to fill the drum up however it needs. It has, it has it's, to. That's yeah, how it I mean, washes. The thing, you know, with the new front loaders, they don't use near as much as water as mm-hmm. your old traditional, you know, stand up <laughs> one. Um, but I would, I don't, I don't know. I'd be, I wouldn't let that go. You know, yeah. if it's under a warranty, you know, I wouldn't let it go. I, I keep calling them until something's fixed. Yeah, my wife yeah. is really good. Or a new one. Yeah. She, she'll call. Sorry about that. Hey, Marie, you stumped the chump today. That was pretty good. Yeah. All right. And well, they were saying that it was uh, that all of the newer machines sound like that. If this, no, I mean, if it's loud and annoying, you know, I mean, the, the, every machine now, including the air conditions, washers and dryers and dishwashers, they're made to be quieter. Right. They won't. They don't even want you to know the thing is running. Right. Now you come to my house, you watch TV, and you turn on the washing machine. You can hear that thing back. <laughs> just because it's old school. Always right. at the repairman's I, house. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, that's just I, I don't like newer stuff. But right. you know, it sounds it sounds like he filled you up full of junk. Okay. You know, I would call back, Murray. Yeah, I would definitely call him back because I mean, it's not supposed to make noise. I mean, they're they're made to be quieter and more efficient. Right. You know. Okay. Well, right. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. 
All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Scott is in Jackson. He's got a, uh air conditioner condenser line issue. I think I got that right. Scott, are you with us? I am, I am. So, so what's going on? All right, so I've got um, three condensers outside of my house, and I bought an old house, 1940, and all of the insulation piping on the condenser lines running to my sending unit have been uh, corroded, I would say. Um, I was wondering, aside from rewrapping them with new self-adhesive insulation foam, if there was a better way or an additional way to insulate those lines to help maximize the efficiency of my unit. Wow. Yeah, before was a there's there you got a you got a high side which is your really small lines usually three eighths, yeah. and then you got one that's three quarter or seven eighths. The three eighths line should never be insulated. You know right. they, they don't want those to be insulated just because of the heat exchange it has to go through. It's actually relieving heat um, going to the evaporator. Um, Correct. So I would just basically what I like to use is what they call Armaflex. You can buy it at your big big store. I can't mm-hmm. say. I don't think I can. But anyway, <laughs> you, you go up here. It's called Armaflex. Don't use the foam type. You know where it's like, you know, like a like the old school foam. You know, it's got the little self adhesive sides where you just stick them together. Go right. buy you some Armaflex. It's like a real spongy type of insulation. More, just, more rubbery. Exactly. And you split okay. it. Just split it and slide it on and then take some like two inch electrical tape is what I like to use because it covers more ground and just wrap it up all the way down. Huh. Um, you want to okay. wrap it nice and tight. You know, you don't want to leave any kind of gaps or looseness in there. You know, um, as long as it's nice and tight and you got that. Uh, electrical tape on there that's going to help seal that barrier too where it's not you know so it's keeping that refrigerant line nice and cold coming back to the condenser okay Okay. now how about separating the cold line and the hot lines is there a better way to do that uh whenever i had um okay so i'm gonna back up a little bit i pulled the brick veneer off of my house because the foundation was in such disarray that it had spider cracks all over it and it just looked awful so i was coming back with the hardy plank siding well, when I pulled that off, it revealed the, the condenser lines. And, I mean, they were almost wrapped around each other. And I can't imagine that that's efficient yeah. in any way. That's the way, you know, I mean, this this old, you know, what I, the way I do it is I, I, you know, my suction line already comes pre-insulated, my big line. And okay. all I do is put, you know, my, my liquid line, which is a smaller one right there beside it, and I tape up about every three foot where it's taped together. Uh, that's just for purposes of trying to pull it through an attic, and that way you're not getting hung up on stuff. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, if it's wrapped up around each other, you know, I mean, it's not really a whole lot you can do except for unwrap it. But trying to unwrap something like that is going to be a, mm-hmm. a a turkey, especially copper. Exactly. So instead of electrical tape, could I use um like a thicker gorilla tape, uh, mostly at the seams to to help that bind together and. You can, yeah. I mean, there's, there's really no, you know, I, I like using electrical tape one because it's, you know, efficient. I mean, it's real easy to work with, and it's a lot cheaper than you know buying something like Gorilla Tape. Um, okay. You know, so I mean, you can use any kind of tape you want as long as it sticks. All right. Uh, now, how about as far as um, let's say uh, bringing it closer to the exterior of the building? So, like I said, I pulled the brick veneer off, and I'm coming back with the hardy siding. Um, I was going to border on either side of my condenser lines running up into the attic uh, with, with, let's say, a 2x4 and then cap it with a 1x6. Would closing them off like that, is there any way I could add extra insulation in there that would maybe make a difference or should I just let them breathe? It it might. It might make some difference. I mean, like I said, the high side line, you know, it really doesn't need to be insulated, but I mean, if if it's going through an insulated wall, that'd be about the same thing as you're doing, you know, putting in a little cavity and insulating it. So there's really no difference in that. You just don't want to wrap it, you know, with with an insulation. All right, Scott, I'm going to have to cut you off there, man. We we got 72,000 calls to get to. Well, hey, thank you all very much. Sorry, thanks. Oh, we lost Charles in Oxford. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, let's uh, let's keep moving on to uh, Mikey and Mobile. What is? Oh, this is going to be good. Mikey challenging Timmy. What is Timmy's definition of older for appliances? How how are you, Mikey? Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you as usual for the vast information. <laughs> I mean, for real. That's okay, fine. I'm going to be be brief. Um, what happens if appliances have been set for a time, 
um, as in a washer dryer and uh, also a dishwasher. What do you mean by older? Is Frigidaire included in your um, recommended? Yes, ma'am. That's all. It is. It's all made by the same same company, GE Whirlpool Frigidaire. Um, what I mean by older, anything that mama may have used, you know, back whenever, you know, you was a kid. You know, I probably not, I don't know how old you are. I don't want to, you know, guess or anything like that. See, there, 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 you, but, you know, the, I almost <laughs> want to use uh, these Jason's, you know, scents a while ago of the old olive or pea green right. type color. You know, right. I mean, when I say, that old now. yeah, not, not, not necessarily <laughs> that old, but I mean, something, you know, in that genre there. Let's I mean, say, let's say uh, 10, let's, 10, 15 years. So yeah. let's, let's say, say uh, let's say 2000. There you go. That's a good one. Okay. 2000. Yeah. All they right. actually made really good appliances in 2000. Well, where's the cutoff? Yeah. The cutoff is probably really around 2010 is when they really just started just getting crazy. Really? You know, that's whenever they just thought, Hey, let's, let's put a clapper right. on this thing, <laughs> you know? And, and that's, that's usually whenever you start coming into problems, when you have all these extra bells and whistles, right. you know, don't get me wrong. When I say older, you know, I don't really mean older. I'm just saying stay away from stuff that has so many bells and whistles. Right. Um, I'd I like to, when I go to somebody's house, I, I honestly, I don't like working on those type of appliances just because they're so much harder to work on. you got so many switches and so many sensors in there from all these extra bells and whistles. You stick with the older stuff. It's got an old knob and it mm-hmm. controls one motor. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's easier to work on. It's more efficient for me to come out there and be there for an hour instead of being there for an hour just trying to take the thing apart. Yeah, and each hour is money. Yeah, so, so it saves you money by sticking with something, you know, simpler right you know the, don't get me wrong I mean, the bells and whistles are cool right you know i mean i like them but my wife can't use them you know i mean she just is not <laughs> capable of Timmy, doing that to me <laughs> older stuff works better it I mean, does. Just, I'm proving facts. I mean, I'm older than you. Well, look, that's older what, stuff oh, works better. <laughs> well, look, listen, this to, listen to this right here. Every every call that we've had so far is about they talked about new stuff and that new stuff. They said, well, there's water in here. They're, it's right. making my clothes right. smell. It's this. It's that. And did you ever hear anything like that coming from somebody that says, "I got a 1990"? No, you know, no, no. that's true. They're still at yeah. home kicking up, listening to that thing run and wearing right. some nice clean clothes. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. All right, Mikey. Hope that helped out. We're gonna keep going with that. Same theme. Gretchen is on the line in Jackson and uh, has, has a, a similar thing going on. Gretchen, what's your comment on uh, new versus old appliances? <laughs> well, it's kind of the same, but I have a little twist on this, on new, new. Okay, uh, new, new. Through uh, the... I think my other uh, Kenmore was 1998, never had a bit of trouble with it. And you are right. I think uh, 2010 was the year we had some new legislation that went in. Gretchen, you still with us? Oh, Gretchen got cut off. That was going to be a really cool story, I'm sure of it. All right. These these things happen. All right, let's uh, let's move it on to Teresa in uh, Evanville, Tennessee, and she's got a leaky washer. I bet she hit the mute button. Probably. So, sorry. Uh, so, uh, Teresa, are you with us? Yes, sir. So, what's going on with your leaky dishwasher? Well, it started all of a sudden. Uh, it's an older dishwasher, and turned it on the other day, and it's leaking water all over the floor. Do I need to replace a seal? Uh, do I need to replace the dishwasher? Hmm. It, it can be a couple of different things. Um, one could be the seal around the door, like you said. Yeah. And some could be the hosing or, or the pump. The pump, oh. you know, if it's older one, it could have cracked. You know, they're all mostly made of plastic. Um, sure. So, you know. Plastic cracks. There's just nothing you can really do about it. But sometimes that's all it is, is just a little crack. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that don't think J.B. Well won't fix something. Right. You know, I mean, if, if I think it'll fix, you know, I'm going to put it on there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I can tell you, Teresa, it, 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 and I hate to, I don't mean to bust up your business here, uh, Timmy, but but there's really not much to a dishwasher. There really isn't. I mean, there's not, not even a lot of moving parts in there, you know. Okay. Most every, every, almost every moving part inside the actual cavity of that dishwasher uh-huh. is done off water pressure. The arm that spins. Oh, really? It just shoots water in that arm, and mm-hmm. it's got a little, you know, the, the little uh, jets Jet. are pouring it sideways. Uh-huh. So whenever that water hits it, it just shoots. Oh, 
yeah, yeah. There's there's hardly anything in a dishwasher, so they're fairly. They're at least easy to pull apart. I can tell you that part. Yep. Then right. you call Timmy so, to come fix it. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so would you suggest starting with a seal and then move up from there? I would try to pinpoint, you know, I mean, if you can lay on the floor, take that little panel off the very bottom of it. It's about four inches tall yeah. by, you know, yeah. 24, something like that wide and 28, yeah. whatever. Um, you can take that thing off and just point you a flashlight in there, try to find out exactly where that water's coming from, and then go from there because I mean, you don't want to just go buy a seal for a door you know that might end up costing you you know 30 bucks or something for nothing you know i understand i understand well i guess i'll be on the floor looking at it <laughs> you be careful <laughs> there you go, Teresa. right thanks a lot yes, thanks a lot bye-bye bye all right let's go to frank and jackson now frank i knew you were going to make a comment here so what do you got about that lg fridge yeah a 10-year-old refrigerator LG went away one weekend, come back, all the food has been spoiled. It seems that the little light inside the refrigerator would not go out. So it heated up everything in the refrigerator. The and light? Line, and this has been like a 15-year problem they've had. They finally got a class action lawsuit requiring LG to re- repair and replace that unit. Um, I took the light bulb out. It works fine other than that. Right. And it's been a year trying to get a guy to come out. So there's only one repair service in the state authorized to make the warranty repair. Yep. So um, buy local if you can. Number two, wow, man. they do solar new window coating that they're using on commercial buildings that converts normal windows into solar panels. Ooh. And they're starting with the commercial office buildings. Uh, they're still trying to wrap this up. They've got a couple of demonstration projects going. But that's going to really... Now, be that would be cool. Yes. 30% on their uh, electricity just by using their existing windows. And I love you guys. Uh, let the uh, let the repairman say a few things before you go off, though. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Uh, I, uh, let the repairman talk first. Yeah, yeah let's well, talk. Yeah. I mean, the, the bulb, you know, being, being lit in there is definitely going to cause that problem. But, I mean, the th- you got to figure out why. You know, it could be a board issue. It could be, you know, a wire. You know, the the sheathing on there might be. So the the heating up thing. Obviously, they had not switched to uh, LED by that point. Well, it, 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 know, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, this is another. You know, the older stuff. You uh-huh. know, when I say LG, ten years old. You right. know, it's not really that old. But, right. I mean, they used just that old appliance bulb. Okay. You know, so thing, yeah, I don't remember what it's the watt, incandescent bulb. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. know the watt. So it gets it hot. It and, does. I wonder if he could put. An LED, like a, a, you know what I'm saying? It in, could be, could be, and that that might help. You know, yeah, uh, it, it would help a lot because they don't get as hot, right? Um, but I wouldn't could want be a fire a light. Spoil the food, refrigerator catch on fire. I don't know. Uh, let's not do that. Because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scare me to death. Light bulb, right? <laughs> okay. Well, Jonas is telling us to shut up. So. Appreciate that, man. Love you, Jonas. Yep. <laughs> All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Del Moore, Jeff Simmons, and Timmy McClendon, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.